You're listening to On Development, a podcast of the Millennium Challenge Corporation, or MCC. MCC is an independent United States government international development agency whose mission is reducing poverty through economic growth. In this episode, MCC's Aisha House, Vice President of Congressional and Public Affairs, speaks to Fatima Sumar about the journey to compact ratification in Nepal, why it was challenging, and what it means for MCC and the U.S. government. Fatima Sumar is the Vice President of the Department of Compact Operations at MCC. Her career spans multiple sectors, including civil society and both the executive and legislative branches of government. At MCC, she manages the agency's global portfolio of technical and regional work on infrastructure, the environment and climate change, the private sector, gender and social inclusion, human and community development, land and agriculture, procurement, financial management, strategic partnerships, and contracts and grant management. Ms. Sumar previously served as the Vice President of Global Programs at Oxfam America, where she oversaw regional development and humanitarian response to fight the injustice of poverty. Her work contributed to initiatives on gender justice, climate justice, local humanitarian leadership, strategic monitoring and valuation, digital rights, and grant management systems. It's on development, and we are going to talk about MCC and Nepal, one of our most proudest and Honestly, one of the most interesting and challenging compacts that we've worked on thus far. But we're really excited to see that the Nepali government has recently ratified the MCC Nepal Compact. And we're looking forward to seeing how this partnership evolves. Today, we're really excited because we have Fatima Sumar, the development diplomat herself, who is also our uh, vice president for compact operations here at MCC. Um, and Fatima has been leading the charge for our work in Nepal with a great team of people. So we wanted to take a second to take the time and talk through the Nepal MCC compact, as well as our partnership and how and where we see it moving in the future. So with that, welcome Fatima. Thanks Aisha. I'm so excited to be here with you and just to join this MCC podcast, talk all things Nepal, but also just celebrate the moment that we are in to really help the, the poorest and the most marginalized around the world reduce poverty through sustainable and inclusive economic growth. And I'm so excited, Aisha, to partner with you and so many of our colleagues that were able to do this in Nepal. So thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. So um, for some folks who will be new to the podcast, we want to make sure that we, we obviously we talk a little bit about what MCC does and we'll have information on that. And we'll obviously steer people to our website, mcc.gov. But for today and for your expertise, we really want to take this time to talk through Nepal, Nepal, Nepal. It's one of our greatest partners and it's one of the greatest opportunities that we see on the horizon. So um, Fatima, can we just take a step back and talk about Nepal, MCC and how this relationship has has evolved and where we're at now? So can you help us to set the, the landscape a little bit? Sure. So Aisha, you know, when we take a when we take a step back and put into context where we are today at the end of March 2022 this road and this journey has actually been years in the making and when we think about where we are today coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic the economic 
losses that so many countries, the financial difficulties so many countries are facing, the loss of life for so many families and how personal this pandemic is. And as we think about building and rebuilding a future and an economy that works for all, including in Nepal, I actually think we are at a crossroads moment and we're at a historic moment right now of the way forward in Nepal. And to put this into context, especially for our listeners, Nepal is one of the poorest countries in Asia. Nearly half of the country lives on less than $3 a day. Its GDP per capita hovers amongst the lowest in South Asia. To put this in context, Nepal's GDP is comparable to Afghanistan. Most Nepalis live in rural areas such as isolated villages high in the mountains, far from any roads or power lines. We know, and coming out of their civil war, that most Nepalis face staggering transportation costs, an inadequate supply of electricity, and this is combined with decades of social and political upheaval, which have all contributed to Nepal's stunted economic growth. So, Aisha, when we think big picture of the moment that we're living in, we are working in a country that has a population where a quarter of the population has no access, zero access to electricity at all, whether that's on-grid or off-grid. With few economic opportunities at home, almost half a million people leave the country each year to look for jobs abroad. So, that's the context when we think about where we are in Nepal. And this situation has become exacerbated, right, by the political and economic effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, so many are facing even harder struggles and difficulties, as we all know, around the world and certainly in Nepal. So, you know, that's the context of the work that we are doing. And, you know, MCC has a long history with Nepal and a very proud history. And I'm very proud that this year marks the 75th year of our bilateral relationship between the United States and Nepal. The United States and Nepal have a long history of friendship and of bilateral ties. So the United States has been a steadfast friend for Nepal throughout 75 years in helping make this political and economic transformation to an economy that works for all Nepalis. And MCC is a critical, critical partner in that partnership and helping create jobs, spur economic growth and lift millions out of poverty. And that's really the compact that we have designed for the past many years um, in Nepal today. So Fatima, let me just ask you in in the most basic of terms, What is MCC trying to deliver for the Nepali people through this compact? So, Aisha, you know, keeping in mind that Nepal has one of the lowest rates of affordable and and access to clean and reliable energy and some of the most difficult road conditions in the world, actually, especially when you factor in high mountainous terrains. MCC came in when the board of directors selected Nepal as eligible to develop and design a compact program. Back in December 2014, MCC built on the work we had done in our earlier smaller threshold program to really look at what are the binding constraints of growth. And no surprise, high costs of electricity and difficult transportation conditions 
ranked very high as what is, is not help, what is preventing the economy in Nepal from working. So we went straight for the guts of the problem and we went right to the cause of what is not helping, what is preventing the economy from moving forward and decided to focus our work and our partnership on the electricity and transport sectors. And so in a nutshell, MCC and Nepal have put together a $500 million compact. This was signed in September, 2017 ratified in February 2022 to expand access to energy and build better quality roads. We're very proud that the governor of Nepal is also contributing an additional $130 million. This is the single largest upfront contribution in MCC's history, which is going to enable us together to have even greater impact in improving the availability and reliability of electricity supply in the power grid and maintaining road quality access so to have safer and better roads for Nepalis to be able to access. That's great. So I think it's really important, and you've noted it here too, that the government of Nepal has actually put some money on the table and they have some skin in the game with regard to this project also being successful. And for people to frankly know that this really truly is a partnership and that MCC is here just to support frankly, the leadership and the vision that the government of Nepal has kind of identified as far as what they'd like to deliver for their people. Uh, Would you say that like that's what that 130 million on the table represents? Absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I love most about the MCC model is that we are actually not in the driver's seat. It is our partner countries who are in the driver's seat. These are their countries, their economies, their people. We are here to support and lift up their own vision for how to build inclusive and sustainable economic growth that works for all. And, you know, Aisha, I've been involved in working on the MCC Nepal Compact in many different positions and roles across the U.S. government for many years, in fact, and working across many different Nepali administrations. We have worked with every single major political party leader uh, as prime minister, as finance minister, and as other key positions in every single one of them, in every single administration, this has been one of their top priorities. This has been something they have asked repeatedly the United States for. They know how critical these investments are and this money is, not because of the size of the money, to be very clear, but because these are the types of projects that ultimately will make the sectors work for the government, but more importantly, for the private sector and for the people of of Nepal. This type of project, and it's why government leadership is so important, is what ultimately will turn the lights on, right? Turn the lights on for hospitals, for schools, for businesses, bring down traffic deaths, make the roads safer, make it so that it's not so expensive to transport your goods to and from um, different, uh, uh, different places throughout the country. So this is something that has been the top priority of the government of Nepal through multiple administrations across all major political parties for a decade, for a decade. So we're excited with strong government leadership that we can move this forward. Okay, great. So let me ask you, if I'm the average Nepali, you know, 20 something year old, and I want to make sure that my village or my local area actually gets access to some of this funding, to some of this good investment that's going to happen. Who do I need to make sure I'm communicating 
you know, to to make sure that the funds don't just stay in Kathmandu, because I think that you know we want to make sure that everyone in Nepal has an appreciation for the fact that this is government led, but it's also something that we're trying to deliver that's not just within the capital. So can you talk a little bit about that? One of the best parts of the way MCC works, and MCC is very different than any other donor, I think, in the development landscape. And one of the things we are very proud of is our commitment to accountability and transparency. And so first, we, we list all of our documents, we list all of our projects in both English and Nepali online, so anyone can find out access to what it is we are proposing, what it is we are planning, and what it is we are doing. So please do go take a look and learn for yourself the work that, um, where we, that was built with so much stakeholder and community engagement to bring those voices into the very design. As we now move into implementation, we want to keep hearing from communities and being involved and making sure this works for you. This needs to work for Nepalis, and we want to ho- and we want Nepalis to hold MCC accountable. The best way to do that is to work through the Millennium Challenge Account Nepal. This is a government of Nepal-led entity based in Kathmandu, but with dialogue across the country to work for the people of Nepal on the implementation of the compact. MCA Nepal ultimately is responsible for implementing the compact and making sure that it works for all Nepalis. So we want to make sure that MCA Nepal is there to serve the people of Nepal. Great. That's great. And I think um, the more people that know that they can actually be a part of the good progress that's happening, I think the better, because there is really just so much interest in Nepal that it, it's great to know that everybody can be a part of the, the, the success that we hope to see on the horizon. Um, I want to ask you a personal question, uh, Fatima, particularly as uh, you know, a South Asian woman, um, having you know, been a leader in this space for, like you said, uh, decades, um, and, and wanting to really see Nepal succeed and to continue to be a great partner. Um, can you talk a little bit about what it means to you to have ratification have happened and where you hope uh, the, pro- the progress of this compact happens before you know, our tenure at MCC might be finished? I'd actually like to share with our audience what I shared with Nepalis when I was in Kathmandu in September 2021. And I shared with them not just my political take on the situation, but my personal take on the moment. You know, Aisha, I do think there's sometimes moments in history where civil society, the private sector, government, and people come together to make choices that will affect the future, not just of their own lives and companies and workforces, but for generations to come. Ratifying the MCC compact was one such moment for the people of Nepal, for Nepal's history, because it sent a signal that Nepal's leaders want to double down on an investment in the future of Nepal for the children of Nepal. And as a South Asian woman whose own story is rooted in one of immigration and migration, whose parents grew up in poverty, generational poverty, across Asia and the former remnants of the British colonial empire, who 
whose only pathway out of poverty was to leave our home countries of origin, whether that was in India or in Southeast Asia. We are trying to build a future where you don't have to leave your homes in order to have a good paying job, where you don't have to migrate to the Middle East or to the West to have a quality education so that if you get sick, you can access high quality hospital care right in your own home country. You can stay in Nepal because the lights will now turn on in the hospitals so that you can get the kind of care and quality of life that every single person deserves in his or or her own home country. That's the future we are trying to build here through the compact. A future where Nepalese can be proud to stay in Nepal because we are generating high quality jobs for Nepalese. This is not a job creation program for Americans. This is for Nepalese so that you can invest and build in your own future at home. Aisha, you know, for those of us who are immigrants, for those of us whose parents went through much of these journeys, especially with the breakup post-World War II and the breakup of colonial empires, that was opportunities many of our own families did not have. We had to leave home in order to have a better future. I think if we can build together with our partners in Nepal, a future where Nepalis have access to high quality electricity, safe roads, and broader economic opportunities so they can, they can work with pride, they can go to school and know they can get high quality education, and they can build that quality of life for future generations. I think that's a historic moment for all of us. I think that's the future that Nepal can be on, especially with ratification of the MCC compact. To me, it's a sign and a signal that Nepal's leaders have chosen a path to invest in the future for their own children, for their own grandchildren. And that's why I'm really proud of our partnership with Nepal and their ability to see the long-term future path for their own country's success. And that's why the United States is really proud to partner with Nepal on the MCC Compact. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, um, Fatima. And I think it's super important for people to know. Like, it's it's a personal thing. I mean, this is what we do for a living because we want to end poverty through economic growth. But not everybody does this work because it's a part of their core and their mission um, as a person. And so I, I, I know that that is why you do the work. And I just wanted you to have a chance to also talk about how and why Nepal is so important to you. So I really appreciate your answer there. Um, I, I would be remiss if I did not give us a chance to talk about a couple of truth-telling myth-buster opportunities here. Um, and so this is a, a yes or no quick fire for you, ma'am. So Vice President Sumar, true or false? Yes or no? Um, is MCC coming to Nepal to build military bases? No. Is false. <laughs> yes or no. Is MCC coming to, uh, to Nepal to um, create loans or make uh, the government have to pay us future interest on whatever we build? No. Are there strings attached with regard to where we decide to place any of our investments? Yes or no? No. 
when it comes to the government and what we expect of the government with regard to uh, any procurements or any contracts, um, is MCC requiring the government of Nepal to do any of its awards or contracts with U.S. companies? No. Are there any other things that you want me to truth bust here? Because I think there have been some inaccurate things that have potentially been said about MCC in the press. So I just want to give you a chance to maybe correct the record on some of the other things that uh, that may be spreading around. Aisha, I really appreciate this opportunity. I've been really sad to see the high levels of misinformation that have been in some cases deliberately spread to confuse Nepalis about what MCC is trying to accomplish in Nepal. So let me do my own effort to set the record clear one more time. MCC is an independent U.S. government agency. We have one simple but profound mission, which is to reduce poverty around the world through inclusive and sustainable economic growth. Our teams work every day all around the world in partnership with governments who are committed to democratic rights and freedoms and economic growth so that we can create opportunities for all, particularly the poor, to have a better quality of life. That is what MCC is trying to accomplish in Nepal. We are not a political agency. We are not a defense agency. We work solely 100% on economic development. In this case, to build power lines and to help refurbish roads. And that is our mission solely 100% in Nepal. MCC is one of the only development finance tools in the world that provides 100% grants, zero loans to our partner countries to help them invest in critical development finance infrastructure that otherwise would not be affordable for their citizens. And we are very proud of that model. This is a 100% partnership with our partner countries, including in this case, the government of Nepal. Our partner countries, the government of Nepal, are the ones in the driver's seat on staffing, on implementation, on critical design, and making sure that ultimately the compact delivers the intended impacts for the citizens of Nepal. So that in a nutshell, Aisha, is what the compact is doing in Nepal. If you are hearing information counter to what I just said, you should double check your source of information, where it's coming from, and I would ask hard questions why people are deliberately trying to plant untruths about the compact in Nepal and what their own agenda is in furthering lies, untruths, and misinformation and preventing Nepalis from having this historic opportunity to have a better future. Thank you, Fatima. That was great. And I really appreciate you um, 
telling the truth uh, and and setting the record straight. So um, before we close out, I just wanted to give you a chance. I've had a great team of people um, being able to work with your team and work with folks at the embassy and in Kathmandu in general. Um, I just wanted to give you a chance if you wanted to give a shout out or say any thanks to folks um, as we wrap up. I I appreciate that opportunity, Aisha, because this has been a decade-long journey for so many of us uh, that have been working on MCC in Nepal, first starting with the Threshold Program, actually, back in the day in 2012 onward, and then starting in 2014, 2015 on the Compact. There have been, it has been a a partnership of the truest and the best ways, both within the U.S. government, across the U.S. Embassy, particularly grateful to U.S. Ambassador Barry and his incredible team, to our colleagues throughout Washington and the U.S. government, including at the State Department and the White House, Capitol Hill, so many who have worked and championed Nepal and made sure that we could provide the resources at this critical time for the people of Nepal, I think is a real testament to the strength of our bilateral relationship and and how much love, how much love there is in Washington and in the United States for the people of Nepal. Um, That is really historic and really builds on our friendship and people to people ties that we're so incredibly proud of. But I wanna also say a special shout out to the donor community We've worked very closely with the donor community for a decade to build this partnership, including the World Bank, the Asian Development Bank, DFID, and others. And most importantly, I want to give a shout out to civil society, the private sector, and our colleagues at the Millennium Challenge Account Nepal. Our partners on the ground in Kathmandu and in Nepal who have been working on this every single day, this is not a job. This is not a job. This has been a personal mission for so many to make sure that they can take advantage of this historic opportunity. Some of them have worked in the face of security threats. Some of them have worked in the face of slanderous material coming their way online, for instance. Some of their families have also felt the effects of the work that they are doing. Despite hardships, despite a very politicized environment that at times has been very personally difficult for for some individuals, our teams and our partners have persevered. And that's really, really a testament to our partners in Nepal, the business community, the civil society community, and our MCA Nepal colleagues. They are the true heroes of this. They are the ones who are fighting every day to build a better future for their own kids and grandkids. And I wanna honor our Nepali partners who have really helped turn the tide and help put us all on a path where we can invest in a future we can all be proud of. Aisha, I also wanna give a special thanks to the Prime Minister of Nepal, to all the political party leaders of Nepal who have worked with us very closely to help really see a pathway forward. And I know it's not always easy. We work in Washington, we understand politics ourselves, but at the end of the day, they really put the interests of their people above political partisanship. And I really wanna honor that as well. So a special thank you also to the government of Nepal and its leaders for helping us with the path forward. 
Fatima, thank you again for joining us today um, for the On Development podcast. MCC's podcast will be looking and doing more topics in the coming future. And I'm sure we'll come back to Nepal and give some updates. So thank you again for your expertise and frankly, for your personal story um, that you've talked about and why this is so important to you and frankly, to all of us here at MCC. Um, for other, uh, for our newer listeners for the podcast, please know that we do a podcast frankly, monthly. So there'll be other topics that you all um, should just definitely come back and, and listen for. Um, and if you have more interest or want to know more about MCC, please check us out at mcc.gov. Well, Aisha, thank you so much for having me on. It's such an honor to be on the On Development podcast. It's where I'm getting a lot of my news from as well. And I'm really honored to be able to join uh, the illustrious guests you've had on to date Thanks also to MCC for really helping push a mission forward that puts people, people at the heart of our mission to promote, um, to reduce poverty through economic growth. It's an honor, Aisha. Thank you. To learn more about MCC's Nepal Compact, please visit www.mcc.gov forward slash Nepal. Thank you for listening to On Development. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you prefer. And to learn more about MCC, please visit www.mcc.gov.